Hey everyone, it's Ian and Ryan from the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, better known from uh, Four Color Commentary. Super Action Bros. Yes. So we're here to tell you that we are going to be at WonderCon Anaheim. Uh, myself, Ryan, as well as Chewy are going to be uh, kind of tooling around WonderCon. Uh, Alan day, might make an appearance. Alan well. may make a may special, make a guest, appearance. special guest appearance. Um, that's going to be uh, the 18th, 19th, and 20th at the Anaheim Convention Center in Anaheim, California. So if you guys find yourself out that way, you can uh, come up to us and say hi. Now, we don't have a booth or anything set up. But, but that's what the internet is for. Correct. We have a digital booth. It's called Twitter. Um, and you can actually reach out to us if you kind of want to meet up with us, take a picture. I don't know. I can Buy us your, a beer. I can kiss your baby on the forehead to give don't it a blessing. Don't let you touch your children. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's a couple of different accounts, of course, that you know if you listen to our different shows. But whatever one is your favorite, we can you can reach out to our Twitters. But we'll list them off here now. Uh, so you can reach us at any of the following Twitter accounts. At Sat Podcast. That's S-A-T Podcast. At Four Color Pod. That's F-O-U-R c-o-l-o-r-p-o-d or at super action bros bros spelled b-r-o-s seriously bro yes just like that so come out to anaheim for wondercon and we'll hope to see you there Welcome to Super Action Bros, the podcast where we talk about movies with explosions and car chases. And floating balls with eyes on them, just covered in eyes and a human face. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Ryan. And I'm Ian. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number six, uh, where we talk about the seminal John Carpenter classic, cult classic, I would say. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. But before we get to that, my choice of movie for Ryan to watch. Mm -hmm. Um... (laughs) Uh, let's give you guys some uh, ways you can reach out to us if you like want to tell us some movies that you'd like us to watch or maybe some commentary that you have on some of these movies. Um, so there's a couple ways you can reach out to us. Way number one, of course, is through email. Uh, we actually have an email, superactionbros at gmail.com. That's bros, B-R-O-S, like dude bro. Um, <laughs> you can also reach out to us uh, on Twitter. We actually have a Twitter account. It's at uh, superactionbros. Uh, we also do have... Um, a Facebook page where you can give us a thumbs up if you like Facebook and you like liking things, um, you can do that. I believe the address is facebook.com slash superactionbros. Uh, and we also have a website, superactionbros.com, where you can do all those things, subscribe to the podcast, all that different stuff. We're also part of the Stuff and Things podcast network, so if you want to find out more about our show or some of the other shows that we offer, there's a website for that, stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So, that takes care of our business. So, Ryan, uh, I chose to have you watch uh, and have us watch yeah, we're, we're Big again. Trouble in Little China, um, which is a John Carpenter-directed film mm-hmm. uh, from the 80s. I believe. I'm not sure the exact year. I think 86. 86. Okay. Yeah. Uh, starring, uh, starring Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Um, we have some other folks in here. A lot of um, a lot of uh, Asian actors who you've seen in things, but maybe like you're like, oh, I know that guy, but I I, I don't know his name. Like for example, it's kind of nice actually. Yeah. that that it's a movie with a it takes place in Chinatown. Clearly, mm-hmm. a lot of Asian actors, and and so they don't Asian have, actors like, and Kim Cattrall. 
in Camp Control. Yes. And so they have like a lot of actual Asians in the movie, which is yep. kind of nice compared to something like Avatar. Yep. Which you, didn't. you have people like James Hong who you see in everything now. He's like he's like he's like go to Asian old man now. Like, yeah, you've he seen is. him in everything. Uh, Victor Wong, who I've seen in a couple different things. Um, yeah, but those are like the big names. Everybody else mm-hmm. is just kind of no name dudes. Um, but yeah, I remember this movie very fondly from childhood. Um, and watching it again years later, uh, I still, I like it, but for different reasons now <laughs> that I watch it. Um, but Ryan, Ryan kind of wanted to go into, we didn't really talk about this last time when we talk, we talk about, uh, want to talk about like cult movies and yeah. movies that have like a cult cause speed racer kind of has a cult fun. We mentioned it, it very briefly, mm. but this I would say is more of a definitive like cult movie than I would say necessarily speed racer is. Well, um, and Ian, what do you, what do you, what do you think? What do you mean by what do you think we mean by cult or what do you mean by cult? It's something that maybe was it's a movie a, that people like worship with like candles. No, <laughs> it's a movie and, that like, they pigs blood, blood sacrifice. Oh, okay. Well, there's there's kind of a cult in this movie, sort of. Yeah. Um, but um, no, I would say uh, cult movies tend, for at least my definition, seem to be movies that kind of have uh, kind of get discovered later, mm. uh, and they kind of have an underground following. Like they weren't big commercial successes necessarily. Uh, some movies come to mind. This one, this one of them, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Not not necessarily an action movie, but has a cult, huge cult following. Mm-hmm. wasn't a very big hit when it came out. Uh, Mall Rats, uh, another one, cult yeah. movie following. A lot of people, that was an introduction to Kevin Smith and his work, more so than even Clerks. But In, in a way, even uh, Point Break, which yeah, was the first movie absolutely. we watched, has kind of a, a, a cult pretty following, significant yeah. cult following. I mean, it's it's something where people just get ecstatic. A Big Lebowski, also one. Didn't do really well when it first came out, but now everybody loves Lebowski. It's a, it's a, it's a, I think it's a movie, a cult movie is a movie that... Um, people really like to watch over and over again. Right, right. It, it some would say probably it rewards you on on multiple viewings, but mm-hmm. the the reward is part of it just sort of quoting the hilarious lines right. and watching the funny things happen again and again and again. So, Ryan, as as this was I think your first time watching this movie, mm-hmm. briefly, cuz you had me do this with Battleship, briefly, sure. give me a plot synopsis of the film. All briefly, right. briefly. All right. And then we'll uh, go more into detail so, with that. So, so we uh, we start off with with uh, Trucker Jack Burton Sort of yes. just spouting knowledge into his CB radio. On the Porkchop Express. On the Porkchop <laughs> Express, the sunglasses on at night while it's raining. Uh, and, and then he pulls into Chinatown mm-hmm. and decides to play some cards with his friend. Mm-hmm. And his friend offers him double or nothing if he's going to cut a bottle in half. Right, that's and right. And then fails. And so he's like, oh, right, you check at my restaurant. So they go to his restaurant in his big rig that doesn't have the trailer anymore well they don't quite make it well they, they, yeah, they, that, that's shown very that's, that's shown off that's not shown on screen yeah though. you know so, the, so they're driving the two of them just driving in this truck down chinatown uh, i don't really remember there being like so a big well, they, reason well, no, that. well they drive no hold on you're missing an important part i am i yeah okay, okay. Let, let me oh let me ryan let me take the reins here. okay okay so they're, they're gonna go they you would, mean take the wheel yeah let me take the wheel the truck uh the, the big rig here the big rig of uh pork job express yeah, the pork job express Taking a ride on the Port Shop Express. Um, so uh, they decide, oh, I oh, need to go pick up a lady girl from right. the airport. His, My his, beautiful his betrothed. green-eyed betrothed wife. And then that's when they meet Kim Cattrall. Who, that's right. And then... Who seems like she's kind of a psycho. And then, yeah, sort of. And but, then, but Jack Burton's pretty attractive. And, that's true. And blonde well, lady. Because blonde lady, 80s. Um, yep. And she's got like frilly hair. Um, and hair. Yeah, it's true. And so uh, they go in the airport and then all of a sudden these guys call the, the greatest the greatest gang name ever, the Lords of Death. Pretty great. Yeah. And with the greatest sunglasses ever mm-hmm. also. Uh, You'd sort of hope the that they would have cool sunglasses and with a name like that. They're there to kidnap some girl. 
um, which, but they accidentally end up kidnapping. Uh, I don't even remember the character's name. What was his friend's name? What was Jack's friend's name? Oh, Wang Chi. Wang Chi. That's right. They, they end down. up carrying, uh, kidnapping his wife, and then action ensues. A lot of exposition instead and, of kidnapping the other girl who came trails yeah. there to save, who also happens to be an Asian girl with green eyes. And and the whole movie is um, the whole movie is kind of just about uh, about that, about trying to get her back and trying to get trying to get her back from this from this evil evil character named david lopan uh, who is the best (laughs) part of this movie um but anyway but let's but so that's kind of the basic plot um so ryan ryan let's start with this what did you what was your opinion going into this uh i i mean i heard of this movie a lot of times okay and i've seen i've seen gift sets on tumblr of of sort of crazy strange things happening in this Mm. movie and so i Mm. I kind of i was aware of it peripherally as a as a cult classic and right and i I sort of understood it as a kung fu movie where where kurt russell is you know kicks butt kurt russell um (laughs) this is and that's where you're wrong and that's what i love about this movie now ryan other than i was surprised but but i can see it's it was entertaining now here's the here's the thing when at the the start of this movie the first scene is with this guy named is an older asian gentleman named egg is his name yes and he is talking with a lawyer because they're like this giant ball of green flame erupted in chinatown you gotta tell us why where's jack burton he's like Jack Burton, you be leave him alone. He saved us all. Now, Ryan, how much saving did Jack Burton really do in this? How many times is Kurt Russell was Kurt Russell actually fighting in this movie? Kurt Russell's failed at fighting quite a few times. Yes, and that is why I love this movie because they build up Kurt Russell to be this huge action hero. You look at the poster. Look he's at his moccasins. He's he's and his <laughs> and his cool California. Uh, wife Peter shirt. Yes, and he's muscle shirt. <laughs> muscle shirt. You can call it what it is. Anyway, but you but you're there and you're like, he's gonna be this awesome tough guy. And he does very little to no fighting in this he, whole movie. He mostly fails. And that's why I love it, is yeah. because it's so bad because he doesn't do anything and they make him to be like this Han Solo Indiana Jones modern kick butt guy and he does none of that. I feel I feel like that's on purpose though. I know, and that's why I love it so I much. Fe- I feel it, this like is they the, were poking fun at that. Let's be fair, this is movie is and I think I don't think it meant to do this intentionally, but uh-huh. it became just a parody of of all the I think the action movies of that time period. Yes, yeah, so it's it's a very like ni- mid eighties you know, mm-hmm. this white guy comes in mm-hmm. with his mullet and his moccasin boots. Yep. And his sunglasses <laughs> and his big rig truck. And his questions. Always with the questions. Oh, Never yeah. knows. What he, that's the thing. And so let's talk about, but speaking of questions, let's talk about the MacGuffin of this sure. movie. So would Ryan, kind of tell us what the what a MacGuffin is yeah, and then a, we'll define what, what it is for this movie. A MacGuffin is the, uh, it's a Hitchcock term. It's it's the thing that everybody in the movie is trying to get. Right. Um, in... In the Lion King, it is it is you know being Lord of Pride Rock. Right. Sure. Okay. So in this movie, Ryan, I know you had said you had a tough time with this one. Did you come yeah. up with a MacGuffin for this movie? Uh, the MacGuffin is Wang Chi's wife, but not really. <laughs> it's 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 I don't know. It's being in love. Okay. All right. I or I not wrote, being in love, but maybe being in a relationship. I wrote down this one, and it's but maybe and not. this is maybe more of a joke. Sure. Knowledge. Because everyone in this movie is clueless about something. Nobody ever knows truly what's going on. Everyone's always like, well, wait. I definitely didn't know what was going on when I was watching. No, because but, but every character is just a, a spouting, a font of exposition. They're That's like, true. David Lopan. And then I, and I feel like Kurt Russell, Jack Burton, is the audience. Well, who's that? Oh, he's this pay, very famous businessman. And he never comes out. No one's ever seen him before. But you know, but he's this and this and this. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like, did I miss something? Is this <laughs> movie supposed to be a lot longer? 
sequel or <laughs> did I like not read the book that comes with the, the ticket? <laughs> did or? I not read the Big Trouble in Little China Companion? <laughs> um, no, but everybody's just a font of exposition. If I'm not a font, a fount of exposition. Um, my God. Like, ev- that's what I love about this. Helvetica. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Helvetica, of ex- a font of exposition. I Times know. New Rome. Sorry, never going to let me live that one down. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it's hard. There's not really a really clear MacGuffin in, in this movie. Um, I mean, I guess you could well, say, I mean, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're trying to, the, the MacGuffin is rescuing the girl. And stopping evil. And stopping evil and, and kicking butt. And, then, and no, the MacGuffin is, for Jack Burton, it's getting his truck back. Yeah, that's and true. And so it's, it's, the MacGuffin is rescuing your love. Mm-hmm. And so um, Wang Chi wants to rescue his wife. Jack Burton wants his truck. Yep, that's true. Easy. That's true. And uh, Charles and, and, wants to save this girl who's going to expose David Lopan because she loves justice. And Lopan wants to live forever as a human. Well, and, already, his, yeah, and his well. love is is being human. Yep. He wants to. Yeah, there it is. So it's love. So Ian, come on. <laughs> Let's talk about what about the themes. Kurt Russell's love. Of his what, truck. what are some big themes in this movie? What is this? What is the the themes? The themes of this movie. Man are, versus magic. It's it's. It's sort of like man versus the unknown. Yeah, or man versus, I would say, I mean, not in the necessarily the sense of the word, but man versus God in a certain way. It's like man versus a belief. That's one of the biggest things in movies, belief. Jack does okay. not believe any of this stuff. He's like, magic, that's stupid. Even when he sees it in front of his face, these three dudes in silly hats yeah. <laughs> land in the middle of this Raiden. alley. Yeah, what, they look like Raiden. I think actually that's where Raiden's inspiration and came from. One of my not f- even going to lie. Uh, probably not. No, you're probably absolutely right. And one of my favorite shots in this movie is when those three guys land, and one of them, they do this really close-up shot on his face, and he has this like, mm, like good <laughs> look. And I laughed out loud. I lost. I had to pause the movie because I'm like, I forgot that that happens. Because I remember those guys, those three guys when I was a kid as being characters. Like they're just... Yeah. They're and I think their names like Lightning, Thunder, and rain. I don't Rain. I think Korean pop star Rain. Not, not Korean pop star Rain. <laughs> not this time. But yeah, I remember in their silly weapons that they move when the trucks come. Because okay, so anyway, they, okay, let, let's let's back up. Let's start sure, going sure. through so, this movie. Airport, and so after the yeah. airport, they're sort of dejectedly driving driving back to the restaurant in Jack Burton's truck. Uh, sad that that uh, Wang Chi's lady got kidnapped right there's a whole like fight scene they almost got hit by a car in the parking lot and we're introduced to kim cattrall who apparently that's the thing all these characters seem to know each other already yeah except but so we are meant to be jack Burton. we're like what's going on who are these people who are you what's going on lady i don't <laughs> the know entire time it, and and it's not like he's asking questions he's sort of like angrily demanding answers he's angrily demanding that the characters a, explain the plot of the movie for the audience he is watching a movie with your mom who has just woken up at the lobby scene of the matrix and she wants to know what is happening right now tell me the entire plot of the movie the problem that is, is that jack burton the whole time jack does it from the onset of the movie <laughs> the minute from the from the minute he gets off of his truck he just what is going on yep. every minute yep. and and the thing i don't feel like it's ever really sufficiently explained what's no, actually happening no no of course not no no um this movie originally by the way ryan started out as a western with an with an with a and uh, jack burton was supposed to be like the cowboy that rides into town there's supposed to be like a whole asian theme and everything that, that makes actually perfect sense and then they decided nah, no so, nope. so rather than wearing a cowboy hat he wears a Harley Davidson mesh backed. Uh, well, no. Would you rather wear a cowboy hat? He wears that giant mullet haircut. <laughs> and but he wears the Harley Davidson <laughs> at hat. first, and then he and then at the end of the, the movie, he gets another haircut. Harley Davidson that, hat. That's yeah, true. He does. And and he also wears boots. It's true. They're sort of dopey moccasin boots. Yep, but they can have pockets for knives. 
The Velcro pocket. That's true. Let's be honest. Um, so, okay. So, anyway. So, yes. They're driving back with the truck, and they're pulling through this alley. And, and all there of a sudden- there just happens to be a funeral. There happens to be a funeral. also in this tiny alley that this a, enormous truck is blocking. For a-, uh, a, for a some sort of I don't know some, some sort guy. of some no, older well, dude. Well, no, it's for some sort of like leader, I guess, of some like uh, nin, not some nin, separatist, some group. sort of yeah, some sort of like faction of good guys yeah. that are like n- kung fu people. I wouldn't say they're ninjas; they're like kung fu they're, karate they're, masters. Yeah, I don't even know about that. They're just sort of like martial arts martial dudes. arts people because then, they're they're Chinese, not Japanese. Right, that's Chinese true. Okay, Japanese. fair fair point. Okay, so they're martial arts dudes, and all of a sudden, these other martial arts dudes and re- dressed in red from and black rival from a rival thing school shoot. Uh, they do the most martial arts thing. Ever, and that shoot up the funeral with guns with machine guns, <laughs> guns. I, I and so i feel like i feel like this movie <laughs> so good. i i feel like it in a way because you talked about it sort of like an anti or a parody of action movies yeah i feel like i feel like when they when they were putting this movie together it is this movie is just incredibly subversive it was like at every point they're like how can we subvert what you would expect at this point it's how can we isn't it? how can we yeah how can we subvert this the one white guy coming in and rescuing everybody make him completely inept how can we subvert this you would expect an incredible action scene an incredible kung fu action scene mm-hmm. machine guns and how it's just every single time you'd think one thing yep. was going to happen a completely different thing happens yeah. every time and this the, movie always turns left when you're, you're right, right. And, and and like the three the yeah you're absolutely in that entire scene the three raiden dudes show up mm-hmm. and you think oh they're gonna just beat the crap out of this truck nope they move out of the way yeah and all of a sudden then lopan's there our first introduction to lopan mm-hmm. and you're like oh he's gonna like stop the truck with his mind or something and nope nothing he gets run over by the truck and then he's gone no 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 hold on oh, no way he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he shoots light out of his eyes and his mouth oh, at jack right. burton and then they run away yeah a lot of running away in this movie <laughs> running away again they don't they don't fight him there's not a bit action scene nope they just sort of (laughs) they just sort of like whoa whoa i don't want to be involved in this (laughs) let's get the heck out i'd say the mcguffin is getting the heck out of there (laughs) that's the mcguffin everyone wants to get what they want is out of there out of there that's right um so okay so so there's that and then they get back to the restaurant and then king patrol shows up and it's like hi it's me ace ace reporter such and such so i feel like this movie is is it, it alternates between subverted subverted action sequences where mm. you feel like something awesome is mm. going to happen, and then it fails to happen spectacularly, and then they all sit down and talk about why. Yeah, right. well, they don't even talk about why; they just sort of talk about. It's just like it's either exposition or an action sequence that that fizzles. Yeah, <laughs> every time. And, and, so and, good and though, Ryan. like I took I took three pages of notes for Battleship, and I have less than a full page of notes for this movie. Okay, so okay, well I, I could tell you what happened next because I've well, seen I, so many. I know. Movies. Next, it says brothel in my yes, notes. Yes, they go to a brothel because they find out that the Lords of Death were looking to t- just to sell a girl into into adult services. So, human trafficking. Yes, that's right. Human trafficking. It's been a problem for a long time, and here they here this, they make well. silly light of it. <laughs> By sending by sending Kurt Russell into this brothel to get to get his to get this guy's wife. Oh man, and Kurt Russell's nerd. outfit is fantastic. Kurt, let's be fair though. Kurt Russell is great in this movie. He, he is, is he is so funny. It, it's great. He's just I'm like I feel like they're like I defy you to find an action hero yeah. in a movie in 2014 who has as much charisma as Kurt as Russell, Kurt Russell does, in, does in this movie. Like he is a huge jerk and a complete any of this idiot in this movie and you love him every minute of it. Yes, you do. The entire movie it's it's just like you can see why it became a like it's 
Kurt Russell carries yeah. the funny in this right, movie. Right, that is true. Even though he's not really a hero. We'll get to that, though. But <laughs> they keep referring to him like, oh my gosh, thank you, Jack. Thank you for all you've done. I'm like, he's done nothing. Well, and I and I sort of wonder Except if Except for that's... one thing. He does one thing in this movie. When we get to, I'll, you'll know what the point when we get there in the in the plot. <laughs> and, and I sort of wonder if, if, if that is speaking to the... Uh, the sort of white savior thing. Yes. Where, where in every movie where it's a, it's a Kung Fu movie with one white guy, uh, every movie where it's a, a movie that takes place in some Asian country with one white guy, he always is the one who saves everything. Right. And I, I feel like this movie is sort of making light of that, mm-hmm. especially because Wang Chi is actually pretty, pretty capable. Yeah. He's the oh, one who no, ends up like doing, doing most of the awesome action. Do you remember the part that there's that one fight sequence where he fights everybody while Kurt Russell's like, oh no, I dropped my knife and then jumps out after he's beaten up. That's the point where you yeah. know like, okay, Kurt Russell, I mean, you knew it before. There's There were hint. there was a lot mm. of hints that he, but you're like, I know Jack's going to do something. He's going to fight somebody eventually. And that's the point where you're like, this man's never going to fight anyone, is yeah. he? <laughs> well, and, and there's a part near around that part where he shoots a dude mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then he sort of like, has this horrified look on his face for a second. And Wayne Chi asked him, he's like, it's the first time you killed a guy? And he's all, no, no, yeah, no, I've done it like hundreds of times. Listen, doll face, I'm yeah. just gonna, I just gotta <laughs> get out of here. I just want to get but, my truck it, and I don't. I just. That's why Kurt Russell is fantastic in this movie because that split second of horror on his face that he has <laughs> just ended the life of another human being is is perfect for his character. <laughs> And okay, so so okay, so they go to the the, the brothel to try to get that the girl uh, his his wife the girl's or guy's wife back. Sure, and, and then, then and is that where the the ceiling comes off? Yep, and then and the three storms th- come down. Yep, yeah, yep. And with their awesome hats. Yes, and then it doesn't is that is that the point where Kurt Russell tries to punch one of them in the face and it does nothing, or is that I, later? I think that that's later. And so well, they, they ended up figuring out that these guys are Kurt going Russell. To, it fails. Again, to d- oh, it fails a lot, and yeah. then they they go to David Lopan's giant, m- giant wacky fun house so of, I, I, of of what God knows what. It's an exchange. It's yes. a it's a like an import place, mm-hmm. an exchange. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's the type. That's what that's what that building's called. Mm-hmm. It is clearly a wacky fun house. It is. There's, there's a there's a room where Pete where where they get in an elevator and they're going down. The elevator stops, and all of a sudden they're on this floor where it's nothing but water and dead I was bodies. Really unclear there. on the architecture of that place because it, it felt Ryan, like they would go matter. up, matter. and then it felt like they would be down. Like Ryan, it's movie logic. It doesn't matter. I feel like it's I feel like it's supposed to be more than that though. I, I want to know I where you like got the Doctor Wiley room. That's what I want to know. The Doctor Wiley room with the giant skull staircase and the neon lights. That's what I want to know where you yeah, got that. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. great. I'd like one of those in my that, home. That room was probably the best room, especially especially the part where they're like, "Well, let's get a couple more fog machines in there because we didn't really finish this section over here." So, so how so can we right. obscure that? Let's get a lot of fog machines. Yep. And um, then the neon looks cooler. So, and then we learn a little bit about. Um, so he finally gets to. So we finally, finally see Lopan um, at one point when they will. Well, and, and then there's, and there's a bunch of and and. Lopan monologues for like a while after they capture them. And I I almost wanted to be like, man, is he just going to tell them like the entire everything that he's trying to do right now? Yes, Ryan. That's what villains do. It was was the the, every villain monologue that you've ever heard a joke about. This is what they're talking about. Ryan, 
Yeah. Everybody except for Jack is a walking exposition machine in this movie. <laughs> except, I'm sorry, except for Jack and the Three Storms. The Three Storms and, literally say nothing but screaming and, and, and laughing. And, and all Jack does is ask for ep- exposition, and yep. then he gets it. Oh, absolutely. He's like, what's going on here? And then, like, except for and one so point Lopin's when he's like, like let me tell you. When he said one point, he's like, no questions, Jack. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> just do what I say. This is a weird China. I feel like I feel like they missed an opportunity to be like, don't worry, Jack. It's, it's Chinatown. Chinatown. Yep. <laughs> So okay, so the meet maybe David Lopin. Maybe that's a like a doesn't even have to be said because it's too on the nose kind of thing. <laughs> so they meet Lopin and and they find out that he basically needs a woman with green eyes because he's been cursed by this demon uh, to like a thousand years walk ago. the earth for a thousand years until he finds and he, he's going to remain this old nasty old man until he finds a green eyed woman that he can that had, that passes the test and is no remember doesn't he have to do he has to either. Um, like marry her. Well, he has and to. Then he she can, has to pass tests first. Yeah, he has to hold up to tie the, the pass the test of the flaming sword or hold grip the flaming blade or whatever. It yes, is. and then fly. And then they have to touch this magic orb on the ceiling, which they did. Wait, so that was there was like a reason that they were doing that. That wasn't just no. Nope, they were. They had to pass really the silly, test. They had to pass the part. test to be able to, to I, be to be. I qual- may have missed that. That was the applicants. Then remember when the three storms were doing all the karate. I'm sorry, not the karate, the martial arts yeah, with like the swords and stuff, and stuff. And they're like just looking at them. Yeah. And they cut to their eyes really close up to be like, hey guys, remember, green eyes. Yeah. That's the important thing. They like, both have contacts like on. Creamy jade. <laughs> Contact lenses. Yep, both of them. Well, but but I but I, I seem to remember at one point he he had a choice with, with the green eyed woman. He would either marry her and one thing would happen. Well, no, it no, was no. like to help the somebody. I, well, I think they and had then he would kill her and drink her blood and a different thing would happen. And his plan was well, I found two green eyed girls, so I'm gonna do both. Yep. So he's he, gonna have his so cake and eat it too. He's gonna live but he's gonna be human but still live forever. There it is. That's what it was. I think one is if he if he if he's he, like drink drink King Charles blood and then marry the other girl. Yeah, I think what he wanted to do. I think if he drank the blood, Kim control also green eyes. I think yeah. yeah we'll, and we'll get to that. I think I think it's if he drank. Was it that he drank the blood? Then he would live forever. Or if he drank the blood, I think he would live forever. If, no, no, I'm sorry. If he if he married somebody, I think he'd no. I don't uh, it doesn't really matter. One way or the other, he and he, he he's gonna do both. Anyway, so he had so, to make a choice, and he was gonna and he was gonna do both. Yeah, so he found two girls. So the all the other ancillary characters realize that these two are missing, and so they come to rescue them. Um, uh, re- realize that Kurt Russell and uh, and and Kurt Russell's way of breaking into the exchange is great. He's like, we're gonna both wear jean jackets, and we're just gonna walk in carrying a telephone, saying, "Oh, something wrong with the phones," and just walk in the back. Yep, and it works. It was great. Yep. <laughs> and then that's the way they leave too. They leave the exact same way. They just leave like, oh, yeah, fix the phone. See you later. No, well, no. At yeah, that point, they, they, he pulls a gun on him. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, no, but then they they're trapped in this room and the wheelchairs and the wheelchairs break and then they. Well, that that's kind of the cool thing that Kurt Russell does. Kurt Russell actually does some accidents there by falling over and breaking yep. his wheelchair. Not the action point I'm thinking of, but no, yes, okay. um, we'll but get, that's we'll get something. To that. That's I mean, it's sort of the, success by yes by falling over. Yes, which. So, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> So they try to get out, and he fa- he does this, this. There's a silly sequence where he's going down these ramps in the wheelchair and almost falls in this well where presumably some sort of monster lives. Yes, um, and I think we kind of talk about that when they go to the sewers. Yeah, right, yeah, later we, on. I would like to talk about that. Yeah. Um. So so he so long story short, they rescue all these people. They rescue everybody, and they're on their way out. Um. Except for they don't rescue. They rescue everybody but the green eyed girl who they go there to yeah, get. Yeah, the girl who they were trying to rescue. They rescue. Well, because what friends. happens is they they go in there just to mm-hmm. to do their thing, and they're like don't commit you know if it's midnight we're not back call the cops yeah but then everybody else who's supposed to be waiting for him was like it's been an hour let's go <laughs> let's go get captured 
So yes, that happens. Um, and there's a point. So it's not just Kurt Russell who's inept at this. No, everybody is bad inept. at it. Um, which and- which I think is realistic because if you and I were fighting some sort of evil psycho- evil psychotic organization, we'd be like, we're gonna break in, and they'd be like, we got you, and we'd be like, oh, we're we're screwed. <laughs> and then our friends would be like, where are they? Let's go get them. Oh, they got us too. Like none of us are ninjas. <laughs> um, I don't okay. even know any ninjas that I could call. That's <laughs> true. I don't either. I'm trying to think. Um, I know. Just okay. people have seen lots of movies. So what? Okay. Oh, oh and at one point in there, there's a cutaway where where Lopan turns in what I like to call ghost mode Lopan, which is like where he's in the cool outfit. Yeah, yeah and he and gets he, taller. And, and a and a <laughs> and a and a version of, a a dummy version of him, which appears to be on some sort of track fuses through a wall with the yeah. gra- arguably the greatest special effects in Daredevil. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> which is I, I laughed out loud and then he comes to the other wall and like it's the hey cla- it, it's great because it's the classic 80s special effects oh yeah they're really where, bad like you look at it it's terrible mm. but you look at it now I have no idea how they did that like they probably just drew on the film with colored pencils yep. as far as I can yeah. tell like <laughs> more it, than likely it's kind of it's kind of impressive because it looks pretty cool because it because it, it doesn't look like somebody's shaking a bunch of you know um, glow sticks in front of the camera no. but it also doesn't look like you know you know badly matted cgi right it just looks sort of like and eh, not really real just sort of cartoony <laughs> that's true so okay so they go so he pays the one he's like soon my love i will have you and he's like you don't even know this girl why are you acting like this and um so they so they get out they're on their way out they're getting out and then kim cattrall gets distracted by a door that opens because some eyes on a oh, statue yes that, the, that was great the mystery so, and and she the whole time has been she seems like she's she's obviously the the love interest, but she seems kind of flighty, unstable is is yeah. the word that I can best think Correct. of. Correct. She seems like the sort of person who would be like, "We need to escape right now," and she's like, well, "What's over here? Look at that!" <laughs> like she seems like that kind of person, like the person who like you're running through a flaming building, and she's like. Well, that looks interesting. I want to go touch it. Like, <laughs> ooh, fire! I like the what whole that feels time like on my hands. It just, it just seems like that she's like mm-hmm. not fully living in the real world, especially because mm-hmm. she's got. She's like, she's finally found a journalist who's going to expose this, and the journalist she's found is like writing for the Penny Saver or something, and is like <laughs> never written a story before, yep. and, and is sort of just sort of like dumbly falling around, like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> so they get out of there. And by the way, everybody in this movie has a crush on each other. That's the other point that they make. But everybody's going to totally underquieted. The maitre d of the of the restaurant has a crush on that guy, and that's oh, has, has a, a crush, crush on, on the reporter. Guy, girl. And that's well, not. it's it's the classic. Mr. Egg arguably has a crush on on defeating David Lopan. So uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like everybody's got to pair time. up perfectly, you know, or yeah. it won't work. So they so they get out. Um, everything happens so quick in this movie too. It, it does. Like, it, like, go, it, go 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 go. So quick, but it. It takes a really long time. Yeah, it's it just like happens and happens and happens because I, I try to when I usually when I document movies when I write uh-huh. it, when I watch movies I write them down I write like this scene mm-hmm. right and then and, and then I write a couple of things about that scene and so I wrote like invasion of exchange yep. and then that was like twenty minutes of the movie but it felt like it was but it, like it felt like it was over and I was like okay next scene and I'm like oh no they're still sort of invading and I'm like well it's still technically kind of the invasion of the exchange <laughs> and and so like thirty minutes later I'm like oh I guess they're leaving. Escape from exchange. Yeah, you know, I know, like, right. <laughs> so, so then she gets captured by some sort of 
like a Harry crazy and, monster. Harry, Harry and Where the Hendersons meets Chewbacca. I don't know. It's magic, right? It, Where did the I floating mean, eye monster that's a TV into Lopan's head come from? I, I also, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, I kind of love the fact that it's clearly a huge rubber suit. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's it, what makes it great. It reminded me more than anything. It it like a, of, it's like a Sasquatch. It may, but it, it's like but, if Harry from Harry and the Hendersons got bitten by a, uh, some sort of animal with rabies. And, and, gave big and then f- teeth exploded out of yeah, its face. Yeah, Bigfoot rabies. Bigfoot with rabies. And with, an ex- with exploding teeth. Of course. Um, so yeah, that captures her. And then they get all the way out. They get to Mr. Egg's tour bus. Um, yeah, school bus, tour um, bus. And they get back to the restaurant. Well, like, well, which is then shot up by yep. uh, by David Lopin's you know, yep. thugs, the, the, the Lords of Death. Yeah, the, yeah them. And who then, are not nearly as cool now as no. the Three Storms, who no. seem way cooler. With the cool hats and they're in there. They look at that, you know. And they have powers. And, you know what? One and those Three Storms clean up well. They and look one of good them in rains. suits. They look good in suits. And the other one punches stuff. With lightning, and they have cool suits, punching. and they look neat, and they, they look—they have cool costumes, and then they wear it when they when they're out of their costumes. They have they have they slick have looking clothes. suits. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they get out of there, and they realize, oh my gosh, the two green eyed people. What were we, we forgot Where did about they them? Go. Well, well, we had one of them, and then she left. We, we had <laughs> and one. She got of the lost two. on a rabbit trail. So pretty much what happened is they, <laughs> they they went into the building with one green eyed girl and came out with zero green eyed girl. They went in to go. So it was a net get, loss for the team. Yes, <laughs> they're definitely, they're definitely in the. In, they're definitely in, down for the season. Yes, that's true. They're in the. Um, what is it? Is it in the, in the red? They're in the red for yeah. this. For, for, um, so they're like, well, and this we is go. where we get to the, my note in the my yes. note. Jack is charmingly inept, and then monster exclamation point. I like how it took you that long to realize that Jack was charmingly inept. <laughs> it, it took me until he like tried to punch somebody and they just like laid him out. Yeah, and I was like. Really? I love the part where they're like swimming through and they're like, oh my God, Jack, are you okay? Like, like he's like, like he's the linchpin. It's going to make this all like everybody, like everybody comes through and they're all waiting and then he comes through and like, all right, we can go. And then like the reporter girl comes through and they're like, oh yeah, don't forget about her. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, and then what? Okay. And so they're like, okay, we got to go back. But Lopan decides I'm going to marry, I'm going to kill one of them and marry the other one. (laughs) He's like the ice king. I bet you that's where they got a lot of the the ice king from. Oh yeah. I can see a lot of the ice king in David (laughs) Lopan. Lopan. Uh, but Lopan, especially the the cages, but yeah. Oh oh, man. Okay. Pendleton Ward. I know you're not listening to this right now, but be honest with us here. Ice king is David Lopan, right? Right. Yes, said Pendleton Warden that we we're imagining. We're gonna. I'm gonna tweet at him later. Be like, did you get did Bo- you at Bueno the Bear? Come on, <laughs> David Lopan equals Ice King? Question mark. Yes. Um, <laughs> hashtag Big Trouble in Little China. Hashtag oh, Kurt Russell hashtag. looking at you. Uh, <laughs> at Kurt Russell, I'm sure he has a Twitter. Um, and okay, what so, would Kurt Russell talk about on his Twitter? I don't know. Hey how guys, he was in how he was Kurt in this movie. Hey, Big Trouble in Little China too. Coming. Really? No, I wish it would though. <laughs> Come what, on. What has Kurt Russell been in recently? I don't know. Um, this is we're literally like sorry. We're, 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 speaking we're of going mid- down rabbit trails, we're midway through the plot of this movie, and we're only halfway through through a normal size episode, so we might as well go down this plot. Um, oh, he was okay. Recently, 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 uh, as an actor, the most recent movie he was in, uh, he's going to be in this movie called The Art of Steel as Crunch Calhoun. I don't know what that's going to be. Um, I, I I secretly hope that that's like an off-brand Expendables. The one after that was Touchback. Was this something he did? Sounds in like 11? a football it's movie. A football movie. And then before that was Death Proof with Grindhouse. Okay, that's right. I should, forgot you about should that. Watch that at some point. That's kind yeah, of yeah. That, that's movie. that's in there. 
so yeah, that was like the last stuff Kurt Russell's done. Um, but yeah, I would be down for a big trouble in Little China too. I'd go see it. Um, anyway, okay, so okay, we're getting off track again. Yeah, so yeah. let's okay. So where so we now we gotta now we gotta go for broke rescue mission. So yeah, we gotta go back because David Lopan's gonna get married to these, and we're gonna bring Egg with get us. Marry and one, kill one, and kill the other. Because yep. Egg, Egg is like, well, let's let's go stock up for the mission in my secret other other secret fun house of yep. stuff. Yep. So because um, it turns out he's really rich, but not with money with magic crystals and stuff <laughs> and they drink this magic water when they're like yeah well, that was my favorite part like yeah i'm feeling really good after that like yeah and they're all looking at each other in the elevator i like how the, I like even how the, the rest of the movie, guys in the back are like, yeah, like yeah i feel awesome mm-hmm. and the rest of the movie kurt russell has just got this huge smile on his face and he's just like man i feel fantastic yeah it's like <laughs> i drink the whole time it's like it's like he's it's like he's like popeye and just had some spinach but then he was kind of then he's kind of effective a little bit he kind of gets fight he fights a little bit yeah, everybody has their superstar. Yep, and uh, and so so they get to load David Lopan's wedding, the or the Lopan wedding. Oh um, yes, and <laughs> the um, Lopan after after the after the weirdly hypnotic like martial arts display where these women grab the flaming sword and prove and themselves both worthy and. and yeah, after this weird, like you're like, what's happening right now? And I and it's funny because funny. for for a for a movie with a lot of exposition, they really don't explain anything that's going on in that no. scene at all. No. You're just watching it like what is happening <laughs> and it's sort of weird and there's effects and they're sort of strange mm-hmm. and and i just remember watching it being like w- like what am i like, right. what is even going on right and then now? they fight in the dr wiley room and it, the problem is kurt russell's not there right. jack burton's not there to be like what's going on right now right. what is this crap he already knows he's already why is that sword on fire he why the, is he doing that he drank the water he's that chill. makes you not he's, question things i think the water just makes you chill out and and suspend your disbelief right. so that they can finish the movie and then there's this like giant float by, by the way that was really messed up when the little float there's this little floating eye thing that lets david lopan see that by the way that also weirded me out david lopan saw i keep calling him david lopan let's just call him lopan That's yeah the lopan saw that he was in the like they were in the building he yeah. sees him he's yeah. like hey this little eye thing saw you so oh yeah the weird it's and it's and he doesn't send anything to kill them he's just like you'll never catch me ha 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 they're like well let's just walk this other direction yeah <laughs> that's and literally the what happens is like, just well, like this this ball of flesh with a bunch of eyeballs yep, stuck in it it's a and bad it, jim henson it, production it's, yeah it's it's sort of gross looking and then they stab it in the head yep like at one point he dies <laughs> like what happens it's just guy. sort of depressing and then and then lopan turns into a, a human form so he's people now and then he and then jack he, gets mar- in. he marries the girl right he yeah, actually yep, marries yep, her yep and then jack pseudo legal ceremony yep and then jack gets in the state. elevator and kisses kim patrol in the face and kim patrol's like wow i can't believe this is happening actually i, I kind of love that thing. part because they like make out for a while yeah in the elevator and then he's got like lipstick on his face he's got lipstick on his face for a good like 20 minutes of the yep. film and until then, she sees her again and she wipes it off and then and I, I just thought that that was that that was very effective <laughs> or not effective but like very realistic and then uh and then Kurt Russell does the one thing in this movie that would arguably make him a hero, and he throws a knife at Lopan's head, and when he's in human oh, form, oh yeah, that's right. Him. But other than that, that's pretty much the only heroic thing he does in this whole. No, movie. no. At one point, I think a little earlier than that, he uh, he he sticks his knife in his boot and kicks a guy in the chest, laying on the floor as okay. the guy sort of attacks. All right, but, but it's it nothing nothing near as cool as throwing the knife in David Lopan in Lopan's head. Yep, but. But and yeah, that's really and then, it. And then thunder explodes from screaming yes. too much. He blows up as the building is he collapsing. Like, he, uh, let's let's be honest here. He sort of swells up into a giant balloon yep. mm-hmm. and then explodes like you would expect a balloon of flesh and guts to explode. Mm-hmm. When, and, and I think you see like 
some sort of long stringy thing like fly yep. through the air and land it's it's disgusting yes it's hilarious. and so they get out as this place is collapsing and they go back to because because yes. that's what happens obviously when to dies. a to a a building in which business occurs when the person who's the head of the business who's also <laughs> some sort of secret mystical monster dies well, yeah, that's what happened in the disney studios they had to rebuild <laughs> yeah you're right after walt passed away and in additional news today the disney studios collapsed in on themselves and a ball of green light <laughs> flew into the sky um, <laughs> what was the deal with the green mist by I the way i don't know it's magic it's jade it's, Ch- it's Chin- chinese how come, how come everything's jack green? burton never says well what's with this mist why is this happening and like he never questions like, that one at all i guess it always puts him it always knocks him and, out oh that's him. how they get out they they escape by driving jack's truck out yeah and they steal why the key wouldn't you? They steal the keys. Like, no, I got an extra one right here. Let's go! Yeah. And they leave. <laughs> and he gets his truck back. He, he, he reunites with his love. He is MacGuffin is MacGuffin accepted. <laughs> yeah. Well, which is great for the ending scene because at the end he's leaving to get back in his truck. Yeah, he's le- and well, go driving. Well, like, hold on. He, well, he he leaves. He's leaving. Everybody's with their girl. Everybody's with their girl, and they're like, and and, and he's leaving, and they're like, well, aren't you gonna kiss Kim Cattrall goodbye? And just like, and goes, no, and just <laughs> just see ya. Yeah, because he loves his truck. And but 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 King Charles like mm, I still want some of that as he as, he's as he leaves. Truck. But it turns out he loves the truck more than that's her. true. He loves being on the open road. He loves his freedom. Yeah, that road. Road. and that, maybe that's wolf. maybe that's the MacGuffin is freedom because everybody wants to. But everyone Pan wants freedom because he wants to take it away. No, but he wants freedom from being freed of this curse that oh, he's been okay. cursed with. And, sure, and uh, he wants and and, and everybody kind of has their ultimate wish that they want to. Mm-hmm. You know, you have yeah. they want to get reunited with their love. I want to. I wish I got the. I want. I want the ultimate story. I want to achieve that. Jack wanna, Burton wants a check for a thousand dollars and to be back in his truck. Uh, double or nothing a thousand. Oh, that's right. No, I triple, think or, end, nothing, triple or nothing because yeah. he helps so much. So it's three Help grand. Doing what? Throwing a knife at Lopan's head. That's all he did. I feel like he was moral support. Oh yeah. Okay. No, you half the time they're chasing after him. Like Jack. No. <laughs> Jack, what are you doing? Um. So yeah, he's in his truck. He's like, yeah, well, talking on the CB again. Being like, yeah, you know, and, the and old actually his monologue on the CB, I think, is almost identical to yep. his opening. He's like, monologues. so anyway, old Jack Burton's out here, and if you ever need some, come after me. And then Ryan's favorite monster pops up again, climbing on the back of the truck, and the movie is over. <laughs> so Ryan, after having heard a lot about this movie, finally oh, seeing it, um, what are your what are your what are your thoughts? I and honestly, I like I, I watched this movie. Kids were taking a nap. I watched this movie, you know, during nap time, I tend to sort of be nappy as well. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I had to sit up a couple of times on land on sofa cause I felt myself sort of nodding off <laughs> and, and I, I, the movie finished and I was like, that was it. <laughs> like that was the movie. So you were thoroughly unimpressed. I was, like the, the whole time I was expecting like an awesome fight scene. No. And see, that's why I didn't want to tell you anything. Cause I wanted to see what you They set up a lot of auction, awesome fight scenes. I feel like this movie is great to like, trick people to watch because well, it's really well, funny for me thing. because i knew about all this that's the thing i think this movie would be a lot of fun to watch with a lot of friends like mm. especially if you'd all seen it before and you could quote it like uh-huh. it'd be hilarious yeah and and i feel like that's i think that's what makes a cult movie is a movie that you can watch with a bunch of people some of who've never seen it some have seen it a hundred times and and everybody will just have a lot of fun mm-hmm. right yeah well, um, I wonder if you could. I wonder if you could come up with like themed food for this movie. Right. I don't know. I'm well, sure yeah, that you know, I, I can almost guarantee that there's like somebody on a blog who's done a a, a party for this movie, <laughs> and they have food and they make hors d'oeuvres. That I, are I wouldn't doubt it. Pork chops. 
So okay, let me let me let me say this, Ryan. So Ryan, at the, at the usually when we're done discussing, I don't know how much more we can get out of this movie. Yeah, I don't know. Let's put it this way: I'll tell you my, my fondness of this movie. I remember watching it as a kid, and I remember being. Maybe my dad was the one who first played this joke on me because he was the one who showed me this movie as a kid. He said, "You, you might like this." Now it, I I watched it years later when I was and I remember it being like I remember it being like you what you hoped an awesome yeah. action movie with all these cool fight scenes and magic and this really cool stuff and later I had a film class an action film class uh-huh. I took and she's like and my my professor was like we're gonna watch Big Trouble in Little China I'm like awesome this is a great example of an action movie mm. and I remember watching it being like I don't what what's happening why is Kurt Russell not beating beating up on everybody like I remember when I was a kid <laughs> and that's when we realized we talked about the whole thing and like you said it's a par- like we talked about earlier it's a parody it's like he's like she's like how many times did Kurt Russell actually fight in this movie I'm like very little and I remember him fighting a lot and why and it's almost like it's almost like you said like it, your brain your brain fills in the gas feels well it doesn't even fill in the gas but your brain expects you're right white yeah. sovereign hero to come in and beat everybody <laughs> and be but that doesn't happen and maybe that's because John Carpenter's helming this movie maybe it's because he's like okay what can i do to make everything like what what can i do to, to make everything the opposite of what it is which, yeah. I, which I think i think you made a good point of um but funnily enough john carpenter this movie was a huge flop ryan a giant monster mental flop so Whoa. monster mental monster metal's a new word <laughs> oh yeah it's monstrous yeah. and monumental Dude, monster mental should we change the name of that show to monster metal? <laughs> no Maybe if we ever do a kaiju show we'll call it that yeah um but so much so that it it it, it basically pushed him away from from studio made films and pushed him into the indie film realm. This was the movie that broke John Carpenter. Oh yeah. Although, but, but, but I was reading on the internet movie database. This was his first movie with Kurt Russell. This is first, this is first Kung Fu movie. You really want to make a martial arts film, but didn't, doesn't that mean that this is John Carpenter's first film with Kurt Russell mean that it eventually led to escape from New York? Um, I would imagine so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's, well, I haven't actually seen that, but it's one of those other legendary action movies. Right now, it makes me really curious to see. Well, wait a minute, didn't you, New York, didn't, didn't you, wait a minute, hold on, didn't John Carpenter do the the thing? I don't know. I don't know nothing about nothing. Uh, anyway, well, it, you you know what, guys, send us some uh, super action super super action uh, apologies to all of you guys. Um, send us some corrections if we ever screw things up. Cause I'm sure we will. Um, we are just we're just pulling for here. So Ryan, let me get to the meat nitty gritty. Yeah, let's hear it. Rating. What is rating your rating on this movie? Mm-hmm. I give this movie, um, oh man, I give this movie uh, five floating eyeballs out of ten. <laughs> okay, and what me, do you give this movie? I give I'll rate it a slightly higher than you. I'll give it six of those like lightning faces that he makes in that one alley scene <laughs> out of ten because that face is the best part of this film. I feel like this movie. I, I, I'm sorry, six Jack Burton mullets out of ten. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Um, go ahead. I, I almost feel like this movie should be, um, I kind of feel, I mean, it's too late now. It's the end of the podcast. I feel like if you haven't seen this movie, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. And and just watch it and then listen and be like, well, what the... And we always encourage you. That's what we tell you at the end of each episode. You know, what, you watch what, what we should watch first. So that way when we come together, you could be like, I yeah. thought that or I didn't see that or I think that or I don't think that. So but I also think this is the perfect movie to show a sleepy eight-year-old. Yes. Because... That's probably why my dad made me watch because, it. <laughs> because they'll fall asleep and they'll have half memories of this movie. Like and I did. F- 15 years later, they'll be like, man, I remember that Kurt Russell movie that was awesome i have to watch that again and then they'll be like this can't possibly be the movie that i watched when i was a kid this can't possibly <laughs> this, be the is this like is, did i watch like the director's cut well i feel like this like like even my limited knowledge of this movie I'd be like this can't be the same movie that i saw those gift sets of and i saw people just <laughs> loving and i was like what like how 
how was that the movie that I just watched? But it's surprisingly deep. Like, like yep. it's, it's clearly got a level of parody beyond just being dumb. Yeah. Well, the thing is they rushed the production on this too. So I don't think they intended any of this. I don't know. I would argue maybe, that. Maybe. I, I think, I think from that scene, I, I, and I'm, I'm implying a lot from that one scene where, uh, where he shoots a dude and, and looks horrified yeah. for a second. But I think, I think that, that, from that, I can, you can imply a lot of intentionality with Jack Burton's lack of skill. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, well, that's going to wrap us up for Super Action Bros for this time. But before we go, uh, I wanted to uh, talk about the movie we're watching next time. So, Ryan, I'm going to let you introduce what's the film we're going to be watching next. Well, next time we are going to be watching sort of a sort of a modern classic. <laughs> I wouldn't really say that. No. Kind uh, of a, a movie starring the former governor of California. Yes, uh, the, his first appearance on our show. And now you're thinking, oh my gosh, are they doing T two? Oh man, yeah, it is you, a movie you know, that was famous in the '90s. Oh my god, was it like? Was yeah, it it's Predator? a movie that takes place in Southern California. Commando. What is it? What is this movie that we're watching, Ryan? I'm so excited. Last Action Hero. What? Don't you remember? You had they had those animated cups that you could get from uh, from Taco Bell. Do you don't remember that? That was pretty great. You're the one who chose it. What are you, I know, what are you talking about? Along. So yeah, no, I, I, this, uh, I get two for two this this time. Uh, I get to make Ryan watch two bad movies. <laughs> Actually, no, I would not say Big Trouble in Little China is bad. I'd say through a different lens, it's really awesome. But through the lens of wow, I'm looking for an awesome action movie. It's not that at all. But anyway, enough. We about watched that. an awesome action movie with Battleship. That's true. We did. Um, so next time, get ready for uh, some amazing animation slash slash real life slash ridiculousness with the last action hero. This but, is another one that I've never seen. Well, you're going to, you're going to be in, in for a treat. treat. You're in for a treat. So uh, thank you guys for listening so much. We really, of course, appre- appreciate your listenership and invite you to come back next time. And remember, whether it's blockbuster or lackluster, we're, we're the super, super action, action bros. bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.